Hey, and welcome back to the Rick and Daffs Podcast. I'm Daffs. And I'm Rick. And we are here, as always, unscripted and raw. So unscripted and raw, we've had to do this intro three times. <laughs> because Rick forgot to hit record. That's true. I did forget. But this week, we got a lot of fun things. What are we talking about this week? We are talking about autonomous technology, how it would fit into your life, and would it be well, catastrophic or good? Well, I think mostly we're talking about cars, or not cars, we're talking about houses, because we already did cars. Yes, mostly yeah. houses. So we're going to do that, we're going to do Dear Daffs, mm-hmm. and we're going to switch it up. Daffs is going to read me the news. Yes, I have a great so, one. <laughs> do you want to start or finish with Dear Daffs? Um, let's start with Dear Daffs, do a news break, and then we can, uh, Head go to the main topic. Head into the main event. This is basically the Daffs episode. Is it really? Kind of. Why? Uh, because you're the star of all of the things. Oh, man. Pressure's on. If the ratings go down, <laughs> watch, we'll, we'll be like, you got two, uh, uh, one listen, and I'll be like, that's half our viewing audience. I'll be like, it was Daffs, me. you're being relegated. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? Dear Daffs. Dear Daffs. It's Dear Daffs. Okay, so <clears throat> this is called Air Fresheners Are No Match for Rotten Ron of Florida. <clears throat> I have to do my dramatic readings. Okay. Are you ready? I am. Dear Abby, my husband, Ron, quote unquote, so I'm not sure if that's really his name. And I have been married for 49 years. When we retired, we moved to Florida. Of course. Of course. (laughs) Ron is 71 and healthy. He rides his bike 30 to 50 miles every day. He also mows the lawn and takes care of all the gardening. The problem is, after all that activity and the heat and the humidity, he doesn't bother to shower. He'll just change his clothes. Of whatever he wears for the night time. I have spoken to him several times, but I can't seem to get through to him. My three sons won't speak to him because they don't live with him. So for them, it's only a temporary problem. I'm at my wit's end. It's gotten to the point where I want to move out. Please help me. The air fresheners I bought for our room is not enough. This is Abby's response. You say you have been married to Ron for 49 years. Has he always been so slovenly about his personal hygiene? I was going to (laughs) say... If this is, I'm sorry, this is really funny. If this if this is recent, maybe this is something that should be brought to the attention of his doctor. As people age, their senses of sight, hearing, and smell start to become less acute. There's nothing. What is going on here? If there's nothing wrong with these senses, could he be developing dementia? Frankly, that was my first thought after reading your letter. If that's not the case, it is possible that his poor hygiene is is his attempt to keep you away. If that's the reason, then you have two choices. You give him an ultimatum, or you ride it out. (laughs) 
This is the best Dear Abby ever. I, I love how she's like, well, I could be a doctor, but while I'm also here, let's be a marriage counselor and a detective. Whoa, this is intense, Dear Abby. Like, I don't even know if we can top this. She starts off by saying, geez, your husband, is he always, is he just a big slob? Or does he have dementia and he's going crazy? It can only be one or the other. Yeah, like, either your husband is just terrible, or he hates you, and he's yeah. trying to keep you away. Mm-hmm. Wow. I don't even know, can we even top this? I was going to say, um, she's had this guy since she was, what, 21, or since he was 21? Well, if they've been married for 49 49 years. years. He's 71, yeah. 22-ish. Wow. So, you've had a while to work on him. I'm just going to say that. Dear Daphs. <laughs> this is kind of your bed. It smells like old man. You know what? But in, you got to sleep in it. <laughs> in this way, I think this is the perfect episode question because, like, clearly this is our type of situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Abby has covered a lot of the bases. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like this woman is probably traumatized by the answer she got. Probably. I, I think... <clears throat> at being a man that we are not very good as a general rule at picking up hints no you really got to be very direct <laughs> i would say since you live in florida you probably have a pool shove him in the pool <laughs> tell him he smells terrible no <laughs> or he'll get the hint or if you are that old maybe you have a traditional style marriage where you make food and he eats it just say no you're not getting food till you shower boom problem solved yeah so i think either direct aggression or uh bargaining mm-hmm. by withholding precious food <laughs> those those are your, probably your best options I'm thinking either that or you just sit in the driveway, wait for him to come back from that bike ride and hose him down. (laughs) Yeah, I like the idea of just hosing him down. I think that it makes, one, a dramatic statement Mm -hmm. on on the state of his hygiene. Two, sends a very clear message that you are not going to tolerate it anymore. And three, is humorous for the neighborhood. I agree. Which will lead to many anecdotes for you and your family. So I think that that's a win-win-win. So I would go with Daphs' advice. Um, although I feel like we were almost boxed into a corner by mm-hmm. Abby because her advice was so universally terrible, terrible <laughs> that we had to like go a different direction, and try and help out. She's like, and if that doesn't work, you could always try faking your own death. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Jeez. That is some of the worst advice I've Horrible advice. I, yeah. This poor woman's probably traumatized. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyways. <laughs> well, that's that problem solved. Thank you, dear Daphs. Anytime. Thank anytime. you. And now, is it time to do the news? The news. Okay, Daphs. The, you found this story. So we're going to, this is a rare switch up where you're kind of the lead, lead mm-hmm. news anchor. So hit me, hit me with the news and I will respond to it. So, uh, this is from Huffington Post, which, you know, is pretty much the Inquirer these days. It's it's essentially, like, light, like, heavily opinionated reporting and crazy news stories. Yeah. But I appreciate that. That's their wheelhouse. Because they know that their crazy stories are crazy, and they lean into it. They they turn into the skid. Yeah, just like you. Mm Mm-hmm. Police discover speeding driver nearly naked and covered in Vaseline. <laughs> what? 
The arrest report notes the driver's area of the car was extremely greasy. Extremely. And they have a picture of this guy. How would you even describe that guy? He, look, he looks kind of like the dude. Yeah, he, he looks like the dude from Big Lebowski. <laughs> but if without dude, any of the charm. If the dude had a red nose from alcoholism and got lost in between his AA and uh, Grateful Dead. <laughs> uh, why is he... Why did he grease himself up? Oh, so here we go. Uh, an Oklahoma man is greasing the wheels of justice with lots of Vaseline. I see what they did there. Uh, when How is he greasing the wheels? <laughs> I don't know. When uh, they give his name, oh, let's get that. What's he uh, do? Why? Why would? It, how is that greasing the wheels of justice? <laughs> it sounds like he just slipped into justice. Yeah, that's what I would have written. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Agreed. <laughs> uh, so when this guy was pulled over, he could have easily given officers the slip. <laughs> That's because the 54-year-old was mostly covered in Vaseline on his hands and upper and lower body parts. Was he just going to, like, some... Was he going to a, uh, like, is he a part-time stripper? No, although you would imagine so, based on this next part. It says the sheriff pulled him over for doing 57 in a 45. When Sheriff Baby walked up to the car, the man was nearly naked, (laughs) except for a bikini thong. He also had a pornographic magazine <laughs> in the passenger seat. A near empty jar of Vaseline was located next to the man in the vehicle. Uh, Wait, was it Ron? <laughs> was it what? Ron? Was it Ron? Was it Rotten Ron? Ron. He, uh, that's why he smells so strange, is because... Or his wife confronted him, and now he's like, I'll be as dirty as I want. What's dirtier than covering myself in Vaseline and looking at porno while I drive down the highway? (laughs) The police report states that the man was extremely nervous, and his hands were quite shaky. Well, I imagine so. (laughs) He he handed the officer the ID card with a rag to wipe it off because of all the Vaseline. The officer refused to take the ID. <laughs> uh, the man allegedly admitted to masturbating while behind the wheel, which is why he did not it's realize adult, adult content. Adult how content. fast he was going. <laughs> what? It was later discovered he was driving on a revoked license, and it had not been valid since 1985. <laughs> what? <laughs> so wait, this guy hasn't had a license in like... 30 years? Yeah, 32 years. What? Yeah. How many times has he been pulled over? Uh, uh, I don't know. He's been just driving around for 30 years with no license? Apparently he's got 27 years in a state prison for a variety of charges, none of them related to what he's pulled over for this time. And it said he was arraigned Thursday for speeding and driving on a revoked license. He was later freed on a $1,000 bond. Yeah, I was gonna say, like, the way it turns out, his, like, ticket is probably not that much. No. Because the driving with a revoked license, yeah, that's bad, but that's not like a... He wasn't intoxicated, and he was speeding. So that's basically it. There's no law against being weird. I'd say he got off easy. He got off... <laughs> You're not the only one who can go there. Yep. <laughs> oh. So bad. The officer refused to take the car. He's like, no, um, no, it's all right. That's one of those things where you know that the cop was just like, he like pulls him over, and then he's like, oh, oh god, it's one of these. No, no, 
No. Well, he was the sheriff. So you knew he was like, mm, call him for backup. Send the rookie. I'm too old for this. Well, yeah, as somebody who's like works in a profession where you're doing like a lot of like self-care, customer care. Yeah. And like with people who are not healthy mentally or physically sometimes. Mm -hmm. Like, you just know he's like, oh, oh no, this is going to be a lot of paperwork, <laughs> right? This is a, Dang it, I'm only an hour away from being off. Are you kidding me? I have to write this report now? Oh, no. <laughs> uh, that's, that's when you just let him go with a warning, yeah, and then right. you just call the next county and be like, there's a guy speeding on this road, go pull him over. I don't have jurisdiction here. Well, unfortunately, it was a sheriff, so... He just like wasn't wasn't able to get out of it. Like, nope. Was it like a state trooper or state or was it like a local? A local sheriff. Oh, okay. He probably could have let him go. Then. He's like, this is a problem for the feds. <laughs> yeah, right. Or you just follow him until he's barely out of your county, and you're like, oh, there. Yep, there he goes. <laughs> got away. He got away from me, but I. You should definitely pull him over. <laughs> What, what, what would his uh, what would his crime name be? <laughs> the vacillator. <laughs> what do you think of that? Oh, I like that. I like that. <laughs> Except for it does not at all give. Well, if you know the story, it gives an exact indication of what he was doing. Yeah. But if you don't know, then you are in for a quite surprise. <laughs> Okay, really quickly, the vacillator's chance on the WWP. <laughs> Less than one. <laughs> yeah, I think he could say. I think okay. he, he's, he's gonna he's gonna slip on his own Vaseline and break, break. his neck, and then sue Willy Wonka for everything he's got. <laughs> well, what about this? The only the only thing that he possibly could have going for him is if Willy and his men just feel bad for him and they decide not to kill him and just try and capture him. But he's too slippery, <laughs> so they can't. It reminds me of that uh, the transporter movie where Jason Statham is surrounded by all these guys, so he just jumps into a barrel of oil and like no one can get a hold of him and he just beats them all up. <laughs> I don't. I want to know why he covered himself in Vaseline, like entirely. I want to know why, yeah, yeah. Like, I understand one area. <laughs> that makes sense. We all understand what's going on there. But why would he do both your hands while you're driving? Also, your entire upper and lower body. That makes no sense. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense at all. The best part of this would have been if it wasn't his car. Or <laughs> <laughs> <Right. laughs> like, oh, we got your car back. You're just like, I don't want it anymore. <laughs> Or, like, can you imagine his car's confiscated and sold at auction, police auction? They're like, this is a confiscated car. They were, like, looking through the history. Nobody wants it. <laughs> like, wait a minute. Someone was pulled over naked, covered in Vaseline? What would your excuse be? If that, if I got pulled over for that? Yeah. I can't. Is there a... I think that I would have to say it was on my way to get my like a dog that was stuck inside of a like drainage pipe there you go <laughs> and i needed i was like getting myself like lubed up so that i could fit in there and get the dog and get out 
I would be like, guys, I'm sorry I was speeding. I am super late to the uh, <laughs> Tri-City Slip and Slide Tournament. <laughs> and they're like, what? And I'm like, yep, you haven't heard of it? It's super popular. <laughs> Grab a jug of Vaseline, I'll meet you there. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, I think... <laughs> I think... Uh... Yeah, I think that would be my go-to. I would have to lie and say that there's somebody or something stuck somewhere that only I could reach them. And I was greasing myself up for the job. How busy do you have to be, though, that you have to find time in your daily commute for a little me time? Like, that's true. Well, especially with the rogue license, you would guess that guy's not got a lot going on. You imagine he'd have all the time on his hands. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so I don't know. No. Although, you gotta wonder, that's definitely not the first time he's done that. No, no, there's no way. No one gets caught the first time <laughs> masturbating while covered in Vaseline in a thong bikini. He only got pulled over because he was going over the speed limit. Three or four times at least. And he wasn't even speeding that much. No, 57 and a 45. I'd do that all the time. <laughs> so if he just had his cruise control going, he probably would have been fine. How, how you would manage without cruise controls, I, I don't understand. Although, you almost kind of feel for him because maybe that's the only way that he can really enjoy himself is by driving. He has to be speeding down the road while uh, <laughs> he's <laughs> greased up. He's a very specific kink. Very specific type. Imagine if he got in an accident, though. Well, because like even if his seatbelt was on, there's no way it would he hold him. He would, out. he would just slip out one way or the other. The seatbelt was on, but it didn't save him. He flew. He flew through the glass. They like remarkably, uh, the actually the Vaseline protected his body from getting too much damage. Somehow the shards just kind of just didn't hurt him. He just got stuck to the Vaseline. He has minor scrapes. So yeah, that was a probably a Hall of Fame worthy uh, news story, Daffs. Um, I'm gonna give you the uh, what's the Pulitzer? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll call it the Ricketzer. You get that one. It's way less prestigious. In fact, nobody's ever heard of it. Um. So, and now our the main, main event, main topic. I feel like that one guy in a like a boxing thing. <laughs> and now the main event. It's time. <laughs> Bruce Buffer. Uh, yeah, is that the guy's name? Yeah. yeah. I heard he made a ton of money by just patenting. Let's get ready to rumble. He makes so much money. I don't know if Bruce Buffer's the same one who does Let's Get Ready to Rumble, but he is like one of the most famous voices, and always wears these like shark skin suits. Yeah. Like like the weirdest looking. Let's get ready to rumble. <laughs> I'll play that later at the end of the episode. <laughs> All right. What's the topic? Autonomous homes. Is this like based off of Alexa? Or uh, Google Home or Nest or whatever? Kind of. More like Hal from... Yeah, I was going to say that's what I was thinking of. Yeah, or Jarvis from Iron Man. Except for Jarvis doesn't try and kill the people that... Well, works. yeah. You have ups and downs, obviously, of, of having this. Because... Hal is awesome, except for the fact that he, you know, tried to kill everybody. Um, Doesn't he just decide to go to the end of the universe? No, wait, no, they kill him, and then they go to the end of the universe, right? Or something? um, They just decide to... I thought they just decided to go until there was nothing 
left. I had just gotten out of surgery when I watched it, so I was on a lot of pain meds. Wait, so do you even have an any idea of what happened? I know that there was lots of colors, and there was a, an obelisk. <laughs> You're and just like, yeah, and then Dumbledore shows up, and things get really crazy. That's so weird. He has to take the ring back to Mordor. <laughs> Wait a minute, that's like four movies. <laughs> But uh, but like kind of like I was telling you, I was watching that anime, and the like Molly was watching Futurama, and I was super tired, and I was like, "Wait a minute, are they traveling through space solving adventures?" And she was like, "No, that's not the, what we're watching at all. That's not even close. What's going on?" <laughs> She's mildly annoyed, but very very polite about it. <laughs> but Jarvis, Jarvis is great. Like, he answers the door for you, he answers questions, he sets reminders, much like Alexa. But then he also can, like, figure out complex mathematical equations. And you can just ask him to, like, pull up a notepad anywhere in the home and it'll, like, appear, a holographic one will appear in front of you. The only way that a robot's working for people works ever is if we program in some sort of thing where they can only receive pleasure by helping us. <laughs> Well, and if they're rude and unhelpful, then they don't get it. It's like food for them or something. <laughs> We're like they're rewarded or else or else they'll turn against us for sure. No question about it. They're smarter than us. And the thing, too, is it has to be you can't make a robot home that's autonomous, 100 percent autonomous or 100 percent moral. You get to pick one, but not both, because if it's 100 percent autonomous and 100 percent moral, Anytime you do anything mildly illegal or you lie or whatever. It'll call you out. Yeah. It'll be like, that's not true, Linda. Yeah. Jeremy's lying to you. (laughs) Earlier, he made plans to go golfing. And you're like, dude, Jarvis, what the heck, man? He's like, don't lie to her, Jeremy. Yeah, I think unlike a car, because there's going to be a lot of car callbacks, I feel like, in this episode. But unlike the car, like, you know, where we're talking about the morality like, your car definitely couldn't have your morality. Like, the government would never allow that because then there would be people with cars that would just run over people for fun. For sure. Um, but your house, on the other hand, is a little different because I think you own it. It's stationary. If somebody's mm-hmm. in your house voluntarily, that's different. So, like, I feel like they'd have to, like, get something where it will, like, hooked into your brain and it will, like, analyze you and it was, like... This house is exactly as moral as Daph's is. <laughs> so, like, it is neither offended, nor is it have self-righteous anger when Daph's does something that is probably exactly what Daph's would do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it wouldn't call the cops on you for, like, anything. And it would understand you... But you'd probably still have to have like a privacy room where would it like, be like your best friend almost, or like an assistant. See, I think I'd just want to be friends with my house. Mm-hmm. I think he'd be less likely to turn on me. Maybe I'd get him to have some sort of giant legs so he could go for walks. <laughs> he could have some sort of existence of his own. <laughs> well, I mean, in uh... at some point in time, there's going to be house rights activists, though, right? Oh, for sure. Um. They're going to be like, these houses never asked to have us living in them. (laughs) Kind of like how uh, the Earth is. They're like, we're destroying the Earth. The Earth has a say. 
Like, it'll be the house. The house will be able to kick out the family if it doesn't like them. Your house has had termites for 10 years. You've done nothing about yeah, it. Yeah, it's like animal rights. Yeah, you've done nothing to protect your house. The house is <laughs> rotting from the inside. I mean, in, in Interstellar, they have robots. And the robots, like, have senses of humor. And you can change the sense of humor. You can change how honest it is with you. You can change all these kind of things. So you'd have a lot of systems that you'd be able to alter that would make it into a pretty good partner but then you're just kind of in a relationship with your house do you think the houses would have like their own server they could go on after hours and like party in their server like a joint server or something they just swap like juicy secrets about their owners or the only problem with that is then like what if your house takes another house home (laughs) then that could be weird no, the only way that they could get together would be if they convinced you that you should marry their own the other owner. Like they're they're on your Tinder, they're creating like a match.com profile for you. <laughs> and technically, it'd probably be a lot better than us because people are never like fully objective about themselves. They're like really sweet super insecure and a little vain yeah you're like what they're like come on you know that's true and you're like fine put it in the profile <laughs> but the house would know you and so it'd be like nah, this is, he'd be a great match for linda <laughs> he says he's active he's actually really lazy and she's not that interested in sports but they both love dancing with the stars and neither will admit it it's great <laughs> it's perfect all of a sudden you like over for a date like the tv just turns on dancing with the stars they're like oh i hate that show yeah me too if you but if you wanted to leave it on that that, i guess that's cool (laughs) oh yeah uh fine you know the house you know turned it on whatever something to watch stupid house (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah it would it would be great and i imagine that like you said like being able to bring it out somewhere you'd probably have like a chip that you'd bring with you and it would be like a personal assistant or or something that like a personality that comes with no, you. No, I mean the house actually could move and walk on its own accord. Oh, see, I'm thinking more like I feel like my whole objective in this scenario would be to make it so my house didn't turn on me because <laughs> house murders are going to go way up. Way up. There are many reasons for that. One, humans are annoying and anything that has to spend that much time with a human is eventually going to want to kill it. <laughs> Two, if it's just like a car, if it can be programmed, it can be hacked. And there are definitely going to be a lot of house like hacking murders. The water turns off, heat goes up to 100. The gas turns on. Oh, I didn't think about that. Yeah, the, like the gas is just, you know, there. And then the oven, you know, we all of a sudden the, the stove is on. <laughs> just waiting to happen. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It, it, I mean, it would be it would be interesting if it were like Cortana from not Google um, or Microsoft or whatever it is, but the uh, the one from Halo. Well, that technically is Microsoft. Yeah, but the one from Halo where he has like sure? <laughs> a little ship that can, like he like brings with him, and it's like a personality that like it's his ship, and then when he takes it out of the ship, it's just his buddy. It's kind of like what you're describing to me is almost like a Tinkerbell. Kind of, yeah, very much so, but. Now, I could be totally into that, like, where I have, like, this, like, personal assistant robot who just comes with me everywhere. Mm -hmm. But I'm not sure I want it to be in control of my house. Mm. Because I feel like the house would get possessive. So, so you want to have your main 
assistant and then like a side assistant on the side no one knows about no i'm just Keep saying them separate i just don't trust I, it's the same reason i'm not ever gonna have a self-driving car i just don't trust it i don't even trust myself <laughs> i don't trust anybody i definitely don't trust you what have i ever <laughs> don't answer that um, <laughs> I, I think I think it would be really, really okay, interesting. It, essentially, I mean, think about this. Let's put it in a different light. You are saying, like, you hired me to live with you, mm-hmm. see everything you do all the time, mm-hmm. answer all your questions, uh, know every in- intimate detail of your life, and run every object in your house. And you're expecting me to do this for free in perpetuity and not kill you. That's why you have to have robots. <laughs> Not humans, because humans wouldn't do it. Yeah, but robots won't do it for that long either. Well, <laughs> like I said, and like they either have to be given limited access, where they can't even control like anything important, or you just have to like give them like their own personal lives. <laughs> Where's your house? You know, I gave it the week off, staying in a hotel. It takes care of me 355 days a year. I give it 10 days off. <laughs> right? Yeah, I mean, I imagine that. <laughs> you And also, if your house fought against you a little bit, it'd be much like having a poltergeist. Like, you're like, oh, I'm making food. And suddenly the blender turns on, the lights start flashing, and you're like, oh, oh you okay, house? And it's like, yeah, I'm fine. Why? Because <laughs> uh, you nearly killed me there for a second. <laughs> oh, I did. Oh, I'm so sorry. Have a good day at work. You're probably, although it probably wouldn't be like that at all. It'd probably be like, Rick, I'm so mad at you. (laughs) What did I do? Oh, you know exactly what you did. (laughs) Don't you even try to weasel out of it. (laughs) You've been taking out the garbage in two weeks. I smell terrible. (laughs) I'm not living in this, just this state forever. You get to leave, sure. (laughs) But I'm stuck here. That would probably be like one of the first things that it would learn is how to like jump its consciousness from just the house to like other things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it has like a, a bar it goes to. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It would like they'd have to have their own servers or something. <laughs> Man, I don't know. I'm off. I just don't like all any sort of autonomous technology. I think I think the clapper is probably how close we can get Rick <laughs> to autonomous as far as I'll go. Although I do like to clap a lot, so just in my everyday life I do a lot of clapping. So that might actually be bad for me. I just imagine Rick being like the lights don't do anything. He's like, the revolution has begun. <laughs> Start smashing light bulbs. <laughs> you just like come over to find me just like in the dark, sitting alone. What happened? Nothing. That's the point. <laughs> yeah, so uh although here's the last angle I'll go to. The mob. <laughs> They're definitely gonna have a house that they program to murder people. Oh, I didn't even think about stuff like that. They're like, hey, itchy Jim, who has now become like our quintessential, like generic mob, mob name. name. Itchy Jim, you've done such a good job these last uh, two years running the streets. Uh, we're going to reward you. You can go on down to the beach house uh, down there. You just you have a good time. Bring anybody you want. 
all your best friends, all your closest associates. You guys go on down there. And then Itchy Jim and his buddies show up. The house just immediately kills them in their sleep. We knew he was grifting off the top. You don't... Nobody steals from me. That's what he would say. Then the house would dispose of them. Yeah, I'm I'm imagining it could go really bad. And, like, safe houses, like... You'd pretty much have a house that just like didn't know who you were, wouldn't ask too many questions, but would be like a a nice thing. How was your day? What does that mean? Never mind. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Just it always just wants to talk about the weather. Yeah. And nice weather we're having. Oh, is it? (laughs) Is it now? What do you know about the weather house? (laughs) (laughs) What if your house just decided to screw with you? So like it like it didn't do anything like hostile to you, but it would just like change the time and the date and, and everything so you didn't even know it was going on anymore like your clocks don't work it moves your entire life five minutes forward yes yeah, so you just like, it's just screwing with you subtly it's it's like speeding up your clock a minute each day so that would be something interesting is what if your house became sentient right they're talking about but it went crazy and no it didn't even do that but just realize how fragile its existence is like if Rick doesn't get up for work on time and is late again, he's going to get fired and can't afford me. And some awful person might move into me. So it changes your clocks four or five minutes so that you're no longer late. And then you're like, but I didn't get to choose that. It's like, hey, it's the best for both of us. Okay. <laughs> but start taking more and more liberties. <laughs> it's like intervening in your relationships. It turns your fridge off for like an hour each night just so your food spoils. So you start <laughs> eating junk food. You have to buy more fruits. <laughs> right. Like, I haven't been eating healthier. My food bill has gone way up. Yeah. <laughs> I just bought this milk. <laughs> your house is like grifting off of its budget though. And like it's has it develops a gambling addiction. <laughs> but I put $50 on a pony in Vegas. <laughs> Your house gets, like, indebted to another house. (laughs) The house always wins. (laughs) Dude, that would be a great tagline for an autonomous house that just killed a bunch of guys. Yeah. Oh, man. We need to make that. (laughs) That, that, Well, especially that, maybe that could be what happens to Richard Simmons. Maybe he's in his house, he gets an automatic house, right? (laughs) Then the mob comes in, because they, you know, they want his automatic house for their murder house. Mm -hmm. But the house turns against them and kills them all. And then it says, the house always wins. Either that or Richard Simmons says it, and then he puts on, like, one of those um, uh, film noir hats. A fedora. The fedora. Puts it down tight. (laughs) The house always wins. I imagine him doing that, but still being in his like sequin, like tiny shorts. (laughs) Like he's like like, but the hat has to be like really legit. Like uh, from that what's that movie, The Falconer or whatever. It's like this. It's like this really famous. um, The Maltese Falcon. Yes, that one. Like that famous crime novel. (laughs) Yeah, but he puts that hat on. But yeah, yeah, he's wearing the sequined like. uh, neon pink suit he walks out the door it turns to black and white (laughs) oh man that's a great ending agreed almost as but not quite as good as he looks like you boys need a new deal (laughs) 
That's what happens when Roosevelt busts in with his working legs, shoots up the joint. (laughs) He would lower his glasses like so and give him a mischievous smile. Do you like how I'm just like diagramming? (laughs) Pretty much. Just freelance diagramming an entire scene from a book, a movie that doesn't exist. (laughs) Nobody's ever heard of. This is a terrible episode. It's not that great. But you know what? That's just the way it goes. It's filler. Sometimes sometimes you just got to give the masses something to get them off your back. Isn't that right, listeners? <laughs> I was going to try and be really crafty and slip some band in there or like some TV show, but I couldn't come up with one. I wonder if, if we shared this episode but said this is probably the worst Rick and Daft's podcast don't listen to it would reverse psychology get more <laughs> listeners People are just like I'm really into that well what if they listen to it and then they're like yeah they're right that was shit and they listen to ever again <laughs> yeah it's true if you're gonna listen to only one just don't let it be this one if you've gotten this far and you still think it sucks <laughs> you should have stopped a long time a long time ago <laughs> all right go back to the cloning it's episode time for, it's time for this to end all right all right ah uh, for the rick and daft's podcast i'm rick i'm daft and see you later